Welcome to episode 46. Glenn, there's no fishbowl here to put your keys in. So stop <laughs> jingling them around. Just put them on the floor. I just dropped them on the floor. Episode 46 of Tell Me Where to Turn. I am Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter. You can find me at Glenn3 underscore 11. And you can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. I have a question for you. I'll start with you, Dave. We'll go around the horn. All right. Um, so we did take a week off from the show. We did. But we uh, the last time we were together, we were at Tommy Studios. We're at Dave Studios tonight. It was a good episode. Talked about some fun stuff. Yeah. The Lava Cantina. The if you Lava haven't, Cantina. If you haven't listened to it yet, SoundCloud. Let me ask you this. Within 12 hours of us recording our last show, did you vomit? <laughs> no. No? Okay. That's interesting. Well, I didn't. Glenn, within 12 hours of recording our last episode, did you vomit? Well, there's only one of us left, so... It's well, not... I didn't say there was a right answer. I just... Just a question that popped in my mind. I don't even know why. I just... What if Glenn's answer was also no? <laughs> that just went nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it was just a question off the top. Uh, in fact... I did. Yes. I think I had a bad mix of uh, zoo food, which may or may not have been kangaroo, (laughs) combined with some barbecue that I had shortly before I arrived at your house to record said episode. And by the end of our recording, if you, and I urge everyone to go back and listen. SoundCloud. The last 10 or 15 minutes, my energy level may have dipped at least half a tier and it was because I was starting to get a little queasy. A little queasy. Yeah. So I thought, uh, you know, you go home, glass of water, sleep it off. Maybe it's just food's just not really digesting well or or whatever. Um, but by the next morning, as soon as I woke up, things were not any better. And shortly after that, I unloaded just a mess of brisket <laughs> into the Dallas septic system. <laughs> And not in the way that I normally would at <laughs> 7 a.m. It was uh, the same way it got deposited. It was withdrawn. So Interesting. Interesting. It's my vomit story to start out some people's day by the time they listen to this. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're all glad that uh, you're doing better and we're back here. We were able to, to get back for episode 46. Oh, yeah, and by the end of that day, I was enjoying a, a nice, hefty meal at Papado's, so yeah, that's I, a, I recovered I pretty quickly. I feel like quickly. that's a strange bullet point, too, is that later that day, he texted me and was like, I said, hey, buddy, how you feeling? And he's like, oh, I'm at Papado's, three margaritas in. I had, the same day, like, that. I, that's more fortitude, than I, that's more tea than I could ever show. Yeah, we were on the third margarita, and I was probably texting you with some fried alligator <laughs> In my mouth, so we we such recovered. A, such a Went straight uh, back to zoo food. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Such a one eighty from the morning. Yeah, it's quite a day. How often do you go to Papa Do's? Um, I probably once or twice a year. It's very wife driven. Okay, I can say like lifetime. I can count on one hand the time I've been to Papa Do's. I have a hard time figuring out what I want to order there because I'm not a big. I don't mind seafood, but. Uh, it's just everything on the menu there looks just so tricked up. See, to me, everything on the menu there looks about six to seven dollars higher than it should be. Well, that's definitely true out of the Papa's franchise at Papacitos. That's possibly the most overrated restaurant yeah, franchise it's not bad in, in food, America. But it's 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 darn near double the yeah. price of not either at minimum comparable at best maybe slightly better restaurants you've been to papa's steakhouse before i have uh they could they don't have to put prices on the menu they could just just slowly bleed (laughs) my account while i'm there and it would be fine as good as it's been the times i've been there i i don't get the papacitos phenomenon because there's the one there at spring valley uh and that's a red flag right there (laughs) and i've never been there when i didn't have to wait lunch or dinner and then you, yeah, you, you maybe go out on a nice date with your spouse. And, or other. Or significant other. Yeah, and you get, you know, you get a, a margarita and a, and a meal, and you're in that for 60 bucks, 70 bucks. It's like, how's that possible? If you get anything at Papacitos other than the fajitas, you're, you're taking a risk. Yeah, I, I actually went seafood the last time I went to Papacitos, which is interesting. 
Not a bad choice, though. Yeah. Fish, fish tacos? Tilapia? No, I went with the uh, some kind of a... It was a special, you know? Like, you know when the waiter tells you the specials and you just ignore them and then you just kind of politely smile at the end and like, oh, and you, I'll have the cheeseburger. Yeah. Can I get ranch yeah. with it? Please kill yourself now. By the way, when the... I actually went with the special. It was some kind of, some kind of stuffed shrimp that was actually pretty, pretty good. A little overpriced. When the seafood is on special, that means it's going bad and they're trying to get rid of it. You know tilapia is not healthy for you, right? I didn't know that. Everybody says always eat fish, and you know, but tilapia doesn't give you all that uh, the omega threes, and it's like by far the most fat. Has very little in explode. In it. Yeah. Have you the, ever uh, have you ever experimented with fish oil supplements? Um, I've taken them before because yeah. I got them for free from somebody. Yeah, I I actually I should have done a podcast. Some about guy this. on the side of the road. <laughs> It's a very strange claim. I got some for free. I have to remember that for the next best of. No, I I, uh, I just finished a, a full bottle, a 45-day run of fish oil, and I'm here to report, did nothing, helped with nothing, Yeah, that, and I won't be buying more. I had a buddy who used to buy shark cartilage supplements from GNC. I feel like Mama Dave used to do that, too. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think I think that's a very, like parent driven thing back in the day shark cartilage i remember hearing about that i don't trust anything that comes out of the ocean well, no you know what's funny is i good point i i started taking these fish oil supplements because i had just read a couple of things and they were probably like clickbait articles or something you know like hey feel better <laughs> improve Man, what a your, headline <laughs> improve your mental acuity so i said oh great so i got some that's real high in omega you know whatever and it was the you know the Real potent ones. <laughs> it's the only thing in my life that can be described as potent right, right. now. But I, I just happened to have an appointment with my uh, for my yearly physical, and I just kind of casually asked the doctor. I said, "Hey, so he said, you know, he said, well, how you feeling or whatever? You do anything?" And I said, "Oh, you know, what do you think about fish oil?" And he kind of laughed, and he was like, "You're taking that?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, don't do that." No, I don't. especially not the suppository version <laughs> yeah. you're taking. Yeah. <laughs> So uh so yeah so anyways I finished yeah I finished out the the bottle won't be buying it anymore. Actually I don't want to get into health talk but I, I after talking to a few doctors I'm pretty much of the opinion at this point that there's no supplement that actually works for anything vitamin or otherwise. Be That's happy a bold to, claim. Be happy to debate any uh any naturalists that we have uh listeners uh, holistic mean, medicine people. Works about. at all or works to the extent as advertised. I think what it what it is is that it's um, they don't really understand how the body absorbs nutrition from food. So like they can study creatine and they go, man, when muscles are being produced and you're you're exercising, like you're there's all this creatine in your muscles, so you need to take more creatine. But they've never been able to like scientifically link okay. that that actually helps. And it's the same with with vitamin absorption. Have you guys seen this study? This is a true thing. I I didn't know we were going to go this way. I would have found it, but they did a a, a an actual medical research study of athletes. So they would have them go into these labs and pedal, uh, pedal on uh, recumbent bikes like crazy. And then they would, they would you know, check their VO two max and all these, these uh, different bio biomarkers. Then half of them, they would have them eat like, you know, protein goo or what, what was the things you took Dave, honey stingers. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, engineered food that was like the perfect amount of carbohydrates. And then they literally, first literally the show, had the other guys eat like a Big Mac after working out. And then they measured their recovery and all this stuff. And there was no difference at all between the perfectly engineered food and then just eating like garbage. It, like your body just needed the calories and it didn't matter if they were like these perfectly yeah. engineered calories or a calorie from like just a pos burger so if we go all the way back to episode three or four when we were talking about the run and i was telling the calorie content of the honey stingers and glenn said why don't you just get an eighth of a whopper and put that in your running pouch he you was he, it would have worked he could have done it it's way ahead of my time of course that's also just like a one-off <laughs> scenario that's i don't know how true of an experiment study Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. And it wasn't. It was. It wasn't about whether that's a good lifestyle change yeah. for you. It wasn't if it was like, yeah, you're gonna be fit if you eat that. It was all. It was about is what your body needs to replenish after exercise is essentially the calories. It doesn't need. Yeah. It doesn't need uh, 
But branch that out over Honey like stinger goo 10 under. to 14 days straight. And I guarantee the people not eating Whataburgers after their workout every day are going to be doing better than the, the other. The only reason you're even fighting me on this is you're a you're a VO, or NO2 explode <laughs> no. apologist. No. I, creatine works. But I've the actually thing is looked they, at a lot of studies that say creatine does work. I, I but the thing is they try to get you to take as much as possible based on like your logic, like take more and more of this because right. your body can only absorb so much. You basically just pee it out and then you're just taking more and more. But it it works. From experience, it's not I, a there's no way it's a placebo. I think creatine may be psychosomatic. That's So just say just say just hypothetically that I gave you a powder and I told you it was steroids and it was illegal, but it was going to make you really strong. I bet you bench press more the next day in the gym because you've got it in your mind that you've now taken the supplement that's, that's I mean, going to make you more powerful. More being five pounds or more being like a month later, I can do 20 or 30 more. I, I think that my opinion of working out is what works in working out is pushing yourself to lift the most weight you possibly can to complete failure, recover, repeat. And if you if you're taking something that's now making you think that you can lift more weight, you're just pushing yourself harder to make more gains. But you're actually just making gains because you're doing what you should have been doing beforehand. But if you need the placebo, then it technically works. <laughs> think about that. That's like having a garage inside your garage, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, my mind just liquefied. <laughs> Fish oil just came shooting out of my ears with that comment. So does, do blood boys actually work? Are we going to get into that? I think that's a, I think that's a perfect example. I, I don't Creatine think... works better than blood boys. <laughs> okay, so give me give me some real-life Glenn example of why you think creatine works. I Just from personal gains from not Look taking at... it and then starting to take it. Look at those lats. Well, yeah, I mean... Just take Lats. a picture if you want. That's for miles. My my only the only thing I can definitely tell you that creatine does work at is uh, causing me to not be able to use the number two as much as I'd like to. Causes you not to? Yeah. Boy, when I take it, man, I'm like yeah, stopping man. in the middle of the gym. <laughs> yeah, it's like a walking salad shooter. <laughs> so it, maybe so I'm it, doing it wrong. Yeah, it sounds like you've got everything backwards. <laughs> much like this entire argument. Oh, wow. So, Dave, uh, our last episode, you had a bit of a treat for us. Dave stole the show in the last episode. Well, boys, get ready for the encore. (laughs) This is part two of legislature talk. It is. If you remember last episode, the the second call, the very nice gentleman uh, offered up the advice that, hey, maybe you should call the bill's author and talk to him about it. So maybe we should do is do a quick reset. The bill in reference to the legalization of daily fantasy sports in Texas. Uh, it was, I guess, brought in front of the legislature, but le- legislature, but never got enough support to actually go to a vote. Yeah, it didn't get scheduled. They uh, actually this this call I'm going to play is actually uh, very informative. The nice gentleman I spoke with, um, but the you know they only have. They basically schedule the calendar, and only so many bills can even be put on the calendar to vote. And I guess, as we'll hear from uh, this guy, that I guess the earlier you get it on the list to see if it makes the schedule helps, and they didn't get theirs on the list very early, so basically the schedule was full before it ever even got to deciding if it was going to make the schedule. So I know that this is... Well, I don't know if I can even ask this question, but are we talking to the actual guy or is this a minion of the guy? Or is this a friend of yours pretending to reenact what might have happened when you hypothetically called right. the office? Of course, we uh, we would never play a recording that was the actual call. Yeah, this is a guy doing yeah, the voice. Because, yes. Yeah, you can't record somebody and then no. play it on a podcast. Of course not. That's of course ridiculous. Not. Who would um, do that? But uh, well, I'll go ahead and cue it up here. Um, let me just say this. I'll tell you two things about the call just to prep you um one is i get put on hold uh pretty early on and i was actually on hold for like a minute and a half i edited it down just to like a few seconds well putting dave on hold can't be a good start no but when, when i 
come back from being on hold, um, I basically go with a, he kind of sets me up to go down a path I wasn't really thinking about going down, but I got into it and I was like, oh, this is really going to make Tommy and Glenn laugh. But as, as soon as I was in the middle of it, I was like, oh man, I'm going too far too fast. Like this guy's going to, he's too close to the sun. Yeah. He's going to sniff this out. He's going to have, well, not so much that, but it's just so insane to someone. You'll see that like, I'm like, he's, he's going to hang up because this is just insane to him. I, I still think that they, I think that the amount of insane people that actually call their senators and congressmen and stuff, I think you're underestimating the insanity they have to deal with. Well, y- you let me know if, if you were just some guy sitting in an office in the Capitol in Austin, if you would have any idea what I was talking about. Okay. But you guys are going to enjoy it, and hopefully some of the listeners will. Oh, also, um, was having a little little trouble with the phone in the beginning, so it's a, it's a little bumper cars at the beginning. Oh, boy. There's a lot of caveats here. Hello? Hello? I'm sorry, I was... Change it over from speaker. Is this uh, Representative uh, Raymond's office? Yes, it is. Dick Raymond. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I had a couple questions about uh, House Bill uh, 1457, and I believe uh, Mr. Raymond was the author of that, and I was wondering, uh, is that something I can just ask you and, and have uh, answered? Uh, hold on one second. This is the Fantasy Sports, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. This guy knows his stuff. Let me get you to one of the person that's assigned to it. Now, are you going okay, with the name Dave Cock again? <laughs> we don't get into that. Okay. It's nice music. Yeah, I'm okay with the hold music. Yeah. Soothing. I'm sorry. I got uh, the chief is actually in the meeting right now. Um, what questions do you have in possibly I can possibly give you an answer. I'm not too familiar on the bill too much. Oh, that's, that's all right. Um... Honestly, they they may be they may be pretty pretty basic, and uh, I'm sorry if they're simple questions. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of new to the <clears throat> just learning about this whole process. I'm a nervous call. In my uh, political activism, if you will. Yeah. Um, I actually, and this is how bad it is. I live in the the Dallas area, and I only go to uh, only go to DFW Airport. You know, if I'm if I'm taking a flight somewhere, like if I drive all the way out there, you know, I'm going to have a, an airline ticket in my hand, not a, not a meat yeah. lover's pizza. Uh, basically, um, my question is, he's the author of the bill, so I'm assuming that means he supports daily yes. fantasy sports? Okay. <laughs> Terrible awesome. question. That's, so do you know, I know it didn't make the schedule this time, when, is it like two years before it comes up again, or? Um when the next session hits and yeah which is about two years he i do believe he's going to be bringing it back up so yeah okay do you yeah, know I'm like just letting it go <laughs> well, that's awesome he sounds like my man yeah um it's do you know like what um what he'll change to try to make sure it makes the schedule next time uh it's just uh, it's getting into calendar honestly is the the hardest part because calendars gets booked really quick so we just got to yeah. submit it early so that way, when calendar opens back up, they're first on the docket to be put in. Gotcha. There's a similar bill that's in the Senate that's similar to this one, that they're like almost parallel. So that senator's office and our office are working together to make sure that it goes through next time around. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I was just wondering if it was something we could kind of kind of boost up because um, I read it, you know, and it's. It was real interesting to me because I'm into that, but you know, otherwise it's it's kind of dry. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's there's a speaker here that does a bunch of big corporate events, uh, Tommy Lynch, and he always starts his speeches with a joke. So I was wondering if like maybe like first paragraph, you know, kind of grab attention and kind of get people more interested in the bill. Do you think anything yeah. like that would help it? Oh, honestly, yeah. Because uh, this was he said, yeah, cool. we got had like a little bit of. Uh, press about it because he announced it back in July um, and we had a little bit of press on it and then over the, like the beginning of session in January um, it was getting a little bit of steam but not as much steam as we had hoped so I'm sure by the time it, sessions next time we should have it like 
because it's already been through and we know we're going through it again, it should have a lot more people willing to talk about it and stuff like that. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, Thanks a lot for at the all. information. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, pumped up like it just took like a pre-workout shake next time. We'll be ready to go. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, you have a good day. You too. Have a good weekend. Right, <laughs> he was very on board with the pre-workout shake analogy. Yeah. He enjoyed it. I think he... I don't think he got the full extent of the taking the meat lover's pizza to the airport <laughs> joke series. Yeah, how does he not hang up at that point? Like, you started with, I only go to DFW Airport if I have a plane <laughs> ticket. Like, what a, yeah. you know what? I was bold claim that. At matters. first, I wasn't following you. And you said, like, and I wouldn't even have a meat lover's pizza or anything. <laughs> you know, I uh, we, we'll talk offline, but if we want to continue this bit a little further, All right. I've got I've got another idea for our next line of. Uh, of calls to local leadership and or state leadership. Wow. I like it. And they're going to maybe put a joke in the first paragraph <laughs> next time around. I, I feel like, you know. Like Tommy Lynch does. If we've ever, if we learned anything from my public speaking career, it's, you know, start with a joke. Start with a joke. Now, and was Representative Raymond, was he wearing a suit <laughs> doing all this or just maybe like an old t-shirt and some jorts? <laughs> Oh man! He's probably he was probably uh, he's probably busy. He's probably busy in there. Uh, so we did we get the name of the senator? I guess that was the other thing. The uh, the parallel senator. Uh, um, I saw the number of that bill. I could look up who authored that one. I do feel like we might have some potential there to ask a lot of questions about par- parallel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Dave, well done once again. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Always a big surprise for us. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Never know what we're going to waste the public's time with. <laughs> or, yeah, waste elected officials' time yeah, with. Yeah. Much less the public. Even worse. So, uh, where do you want to go next? you want to harken back to our TV show talk? Yeah, I think so. Sounds okay. good. Could we say we've made any progress here? Well, you... And I, and I asked you to wait till we started the show, but you you were throwing down something that you feel like we need to agree that we shouldn't do any comedy show. Is that is that a? Uh... Yeah, I don't know if a if a comedic sitcom is the the right. You know, because I think you want to when you're view, reviewing a show. You're talking about you know whether you like it or not, whether it's terrible, whether it's good, but you're also trying to be a little satirical of it, probably. Sure. I think that's much more difficult when you're watching something that might be a satire itself. That's I mean, a fair I, point. I don't know if it comes across great just telling people about trying to be funny about oh, something that's LeBron. funny. Did you see that? Yeah, the goat just missed a wide open dunk. Four minutes and 15 seconds in the third of game four. You want to hear my LeBron James theory? Okay, yeah, let's have a LeBron James theory. He had some creatine, you would have made that. (laughs) I'm not going to say by any means that LeBron James is a big P or anything like that. And he would destroy me in any type of, you know, fight. But it brings me to my theory. LeBron James has never been in a fight in his entire life. In his entire life? Because he's always had someone that would fight for him because he's always been LeBron James. Now, let's not... Any before like age ten or twelve, that doesn't count. Okay. Talking to like high school adulthood, okay. where fights can actually do some damage. Yeah. So to my theory that he's a big dude, but if we line him up against Draymond Green in the octagon, one man's walking out of there, and the other one won a championship last year. <laughs> Draymond Green's walking around, walking out of there with one of LeBron's eyes. <laughs> Would he punch him in the nuts like immediately or? Probably so. Okay. That is the only reason that Golden State lost last year because he got suspended. But that's a, that's a separate theory. Okay. Wow, we got sports opinions being thrown down here. LeBron James never been in a fight in his life. I, hey, I, you know what? I kind of actually tend to agree with you as much as, it, as much as it pains me. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. What the hell were we just talking about? TV, about TV shows. shows. So I was listening to the hard line. I texted both of you guys and neither of you responded. So can I, I, ask, always, can I ask a question? Why? No, that's fair. Let's. I think we're. Uh, it's a safe from from like four thirty to five thirty, we're usually okay. Yeah. Hard line wise. Yeah, I and actually I didn't listen to it today. I listened to a podcast today. 
Not this one. <clears throat> Um, but Danny Bayless was talking about how he's just starting his sixth complete rewatching of The Wire, oh. and they got to, they just got off talking about The Wire and the different characters. How oh, they really liked it, <laughs> and it just got me thinking about how great it was and how bad I want you to watch it to the point of. I think if you watch The Wire and we paced along with you, and I'm all for watching it again, that it could be some of the funniest in best material we've got because it's such a fertile ground for it. So I'm going to put in my strong lobby that Glenn for the first time watches the wire and Tommy and Dave pace alongside of him as Glenn makes his way through. Now I had already committed to doing this the second half of this year, yeah, which we're a couple months away from. So I don't know if we would want to bridge the gap at all. We could, but I I, th- I just think that enough people have seen that, and there's just so much there to discuss mm-hmm. that I feel like I feel like from a content rich standpoint for the show that it could be it could be pretty pretty amazing. Also, do you have some kind of set in stone schedule? You can't start the wire till July. No, I'm following my plan of still got to catch up on the Americans. And you do need to do that. Well, maybe you can do like a wire load phase and just get like four weeks. Still got to catch up on on the HBO series Ballers. (laughs) No, you don't. You don't watch Ballers. I do. It's a good show. Well, you can do that on your own time. On Showtime, you need to be focusing on the wire. And then I need to catch up on Tommy's favorite Game of Thrones. I, that was going to be my suggestion. There's no way he's watching that. I'm not but it, it would be hilarious to hear Tommy talk about No, because yeah. I hate everything about that genre of show. There's no way I'm doing that. Um, I will watch The Wire this year. It's just a matter of time. I, I, I think you got to accelerate. You've got to NO2 explode your pace here a little bit. Let's, let's not put it up for a vote but let's just throw out other let's throw out some other options okay that's fine just so have, we can have a discussion i has have either of you watched justified i have i've not okay. no i think the problem with justified because i think i've had this conversation with you before is it's hard to find it on a streaming uh, service. uh it might be on hulu okay i do have hulu but i i i've known the it's either hulu or amazon is what it was on i have access to amazon Thanks to somebody in this room right now. And then my suggestion was Sons of Anarchy. See, I I got up through season three. See, I think that makes it even a better idea because basically two of us have never seen it. And I really like it, but I I still have a ways to go. Because I would rewatch that. It's I there's I've never seen The Wire, but it's not as highly acclaimed as The Wire. But I would I'd rewatch it, no doubt. Some ideas. I need to check my Twitter real quick because I had some. You had some other s- some other thoughts. Another idea I had, and this is a show that I've they, they just they're releasing the third season actually this week on Netflix, the third and final season. But it's a show called Bloodline, which I think I told both of you guys the first two seasons are amazing, and as a odd homage to the show, the uh, star of it is Coach <laughs> Eric Taylor. From Friday right, Night Lights, playing right. a very darker version of Coach Taylor in this show, but I think I think that might have some potential. The only problem with that show, for the purpose of the podcast, is that it's really dark. It's really well done. It's really well acted. But I don't know that there's a lot of, ah, you know what? There probably is enough discussion points in there. Not to mention, uh, clear eyes, full hearts. True. And then another show that I started watching with my wife. And this would be, this would be something that we would probably do more as a punishment to ourselves. But there's only 13 episodes, and it's Netflix original series, 13 Reasons Why. Uh, Have you heard about this? Yeah, but I don't care about teenagers. Yeah, but let me let me let me just give you this quick sales pitch for 13 Reasons Why. I watched the first two episodes, and it was terrible. <laughs> well, Over, I'm sold. Overacted overwritten to the point of like it makes Juno like not look overwritten. Ah. Uh. And then, but the the point of the show like is it's movie. about teenage suicide and teenage uh, angst and sex and parties. And I think there's a, probably a lot of, uh, I think it could be very fertile ground for show talk, but I think we'd also be like really annoyed the whole time we were watching it. 
Yeah, I don't. A lot know. of people like it though. It's gotten fairly good buzz. I I found it to be terrible. I don't think I can watch anything that's in black and white. It's not in black and white. That well, I'm making a list. That's either in black and white, has a British accent involved, or involves any main characters that are younger than like seventeen. Like I can't watch Harry Potter. Okay. All right. So here's a list um, that listener Mike Hernandez sent to us. Have oh. you met him personally? I have. Yeah. He's a wonderful man. Good. Um, well, to follow the Glenn outline, we can cross off Mad Men because it's in black and white. It's not in black and white. And Mad Men's a great show, and it's certainly not in black and white. Well, that shows you I've never watched it. Wow. Breaking news, the Golden State Warriors may have just won the championship because Kyrie is on the floor, writhing in pain, grabbing his ankle. Uh Uh-oh, he's tying his shoe. He's fine. He's fine. It's good. All right. um, Is this a bigger comeback or mankind coming back after falling off that cage? Ah, He didn't do anything. So what's the list? What's on the list? Go down the list. All right. Lost. Interesting. I've seen it. I watched half of season one, I think. I it's it's interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to revisiting it. It's a frustrating show though. I watched it. You watched it all the way through? Okay, no. I don't think that'll work. If we if yeah, I've two seen, of the three I've of us have never it watched it. Yeah. Man, is it a frustrating it is, show. It is a show that could be analyzed and overanalyzed. And like an- watching it second or third time through, you would Catch things you didn't before or think about things in a different way. All right. Uh, freaks and geeks. No, no idea. I, no idea. Well, that's where like Seth Rogen and there's like five or six other. That was like their first deal. Oh. I think so it's it only, older. I think they only had like one season, like 10, 11, 12 years ago. Okay. Sons of Anarchy. I'm obviously in. Okay. Arrested Development. See, that's the... I think the show, show, it's a great show, but, but I think the show itself would be so much funnier than anything we could say about it. You're yeah. on to something there. I, mean, I wouldn't mind there. discussing Dr. Tobias Funke with you guys, but now, well, we've all seen it too, though. Right. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. I, I think we've all seen it, right? Uh, yeah, we've all seen okay. it. Um, a show I'm currently watching, Deadwood. Oh, I would love, I would love to have Deadwood talk. I've never seen it. That hey, let's keep that on. Let's the Let's keep list. that on the short list for sure. Let's. It's it's a good show with Al lots Swearingen to talk. Al Swearengen could be one of the greatest TV characters of all time. I don't know if I was telling you, Tommy, but I'm gonna write like a business leadership book that's all based around Al Swearengen <laughs> and the way he runs runs his uh. And that has uh. Raylan Givens from Justified in it, it right? Does. Timothy Oliphant or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Seth Bullock, I believe, is his name in the show. Okay. Yes. You say so? Um, haven't watched this show, Chuck. It's like a network comedy, I believe. Hmm. Don't know much about Chuck. Californication. Seen episodes here and there. I've never seen it. That's Duchovny? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I wasn't too taken by it. All right. And then the last two, Mad Men, which we already talked yeah, about. I'd love to watch Mad Men with you boys. Parks and Rec, which is a show I love, but I kind of think it may fall under the Arrested Development. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I, I finally gave up on Parks and Rec, but I watched it for a long time. It's a funny show. Yeah, no, I have no problem with Parks and Rec. I think the only other suggestion I received was from an anonymous source that suggested that we go through the Fast and the Furious anthology. That could be fun. And re- review all those one through eight. I'm embarrassed I've, to say, I think I've seen them all. Are you serious? I haven't seen Tokyo Drift, but I've seen all the other ones. I saw one, and that was it. Oh, no, they get better once The Rock gets in there. Well, everything's get, better with The Rock. They get progressively yeah. better. I think I've... I know I've seen the first one. I've seen Tokyo Drift. Actually, I was forced to go see the second one by the woman that I still live with. Because Tyrese was in it. Interesting. <laughs> and she likes to go to Papado's. Yeah. Starting to see a pattern here. Didn't didn't we have an odd interaction with a waitress one time? Talking about f- going to see Fast and the Furious and taking salsa packets in to put on her popcorn. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, that's a throwback. Was that the same waitress that, that bragged that she could make up to $2,000 a month at her current job? She did. Yeah, she was a little... I'm not sure on the economic tier where she thought she was. She also commented that that's she was... That's 24K? Yeah. She also was, she was some sort of aspiring actress who had been in quote-unquote movies before. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to make it big, Las Colinas is where you want to live. She was in Las Colinas. She was that, in Mesquite. That was in Mesquite. So oh. actually, two thousand a month, you're probably the mayor. <laughs> Say Mesquite, two thousand a month. You're in the you're the top end of that uh, flow chart or whatever it is. Gantt chart. No, it's not a Gantt chart. Gantt chart. Oh, sorry, I got Venn diagram. I got businessy. No, no it's not no. a Venn diagram. I know. Good lord. Couple other shout out to all our listeners in Mesquite, by the way. All our yeah. business listeners, yeah. I'm they watching a show. IPhones. I'm watching a show on Amazon right now. I just finished the first season that I've really enjoyed, uh, "The Man in the High Castle." That's the uh, "What If Hitler Won World War II" show. Have you heard about this? Is this just part of your? It's a good show. Always present pro Hitler rant. No. Are you just looking for ways that he could have won? America's pretty crappy under Hitler's rule. I'm going to go ahead and say. Well, I mean, it's half German and half Japanese, right? That's right. The Pacific states. Jordan's ruling to half the country then. (laughs) I I would live in the Pacific states. There's no question about that. So what did they do with the Pac-10 conference? (laughs) Did they try to expand as time went on or... You're trying to be humorous, but one of the uh, one of the big takeaways is that American sports no longer exist, and they uh, actually do touch on that in the show. What do they, they do all day? They do a like a remember baseball, which is kind of a joke because the Japanese love baseball. You ever heard of you Darvish? <laughs> I have. <laughs> is the WWE replaced with New Japan wrestling? Yokozuna is still the champ. Yokozuna is no longer alive, sir. And uh, by the way, spoiler alert: the guy that portrayed Yokozuna, not an ounce of Japanese blood in his body. No, he's from that like Samoan family that all the wrestlers come from. Ulysses. No, Ulysses <laughs> Trinity. Yeah, another another show on Hulu that I'm liking. I watched the first season. Is the Path? Jesse Pinkman's in that show. Oh yeah, it's about a cult. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. They just put the second season out of about a two or three months ago. I've not watched the second season yet. Okay, so we've reached no conclusion here on what we're I think the conclusion at. is that we're going to watch The Wire. That's my conclusion. That Glenn is just going to have to suck it up. And then we can have the same discussion the Hardline had, which is what Wire character would you watch the spinoff show of? Bubs. Yeah. Danny said Bubs, and Mike said Prop Joe. And I'm thinking, you know what? A Prop Joe spinoff show could be pretty good. How did he get to where he was in this world? It'd be kind of like... Uh, Last season of Lost when Miles and Sawyer were had cops. The, had the buddy cop show. Yeah, could have had the buddy I, cop I spinoff. I would have watched that show. Those are some Lost references for you there, Dave. Yeah, it was so Saeed wasn't one of the cops. He was not. I will say that show, six seasons, right? Yeah, but a six? lot of episodes, though, because we're talking like 20-plus episode seasons, though. The f- in the first four or five. Yeah, there first was a four. ton of Then episodes. they split it up. Yeah. The first three seasons of that show might be the best seasons of any show ever. Wow. But you haven't watched The Wire yet. Well, that I've seen. You haven't seen the Sabatka season of The Wire yet. <laughs> but the last three seasons of Lost, eh, it's pretty I think, good. I think what, all right. I think what Lost did, which a lot of shows learned from, is they learned that if you're going to put on really great TV, you have to have an end date already in mind because they were operating open-ended. Yeah. And that made the show get worse. I think if you'd have told J.J. Abrams to start out, you've got four seasons, they could have done it a lot better than what they ended up doing. And that's why shows like The Americans, like they already know that next season is the last one. Like there is an end that they're working towards. And they're doing that with Game of Thrones. And they're doing it, you know, they did it with Breaking Bad. They worked towards an end. They did it with Mad Men. I think that I think there's something to it. I think Ro- did Lost- you say something complimentary about Game of Thrones? No, did I'm I just thankful that it's finally going to be over. They said they have five spinoff shows in in the works. That's never going to work. They're going to run that son yeah. of a bee into the ground. That's what they're going to do. Just anything they could possibly do to run into the ground, they're going to do it. I mean, I'm interested enough in it to get caught up, and then the next over the next two years to see it through. But once the, once that's over, I can't imagine watching a spinoff. The spinoff is going to be Sir Pounce. <laughs> I mean, 
unless the spinoff is like one of them, you know, is tired of their wealth, so they go to a different country so they can <laughs> learn how to work. But they have to like <laughs> pretend to be poor. Yeah, when they get there, they they require meager accommodations. Then you might be able to convince me. But outside of that, no, no, thank you. Such a terrible uh, idea. You wouldn't watch a spinoff of Podrick. I can't remember who that is. I have to have to catch up. Yeah. All right. So if we can change gears, Glenn, do you know what happened on this date in 1999? Y2K. May 23rd, <laughs> 1999. Um, we weren't watching it earlier, were we? No, that was. 1998 King of the Ring we were watching oh, earlier. When Mankind, that's who that was, right? That was. Got thrown off the cage. I'll um, tell you this, it happens in a city that the three of us have a fondness to, Kansas City. Ah. Does it involve Jerry? Was this when they installed the carving stations at Arrowhead Stadium? No. No, this happened at Kepper, Kemper Arena? Kepper Arena? Kemper Arena. Kemper Arena. This is wrestling related. This was. Uh, then I, I don't know. Was Iceman King Parsons there? <laughs> well, let's say the poorly chosen name of this pay per view was Over the Edge. Oh no! This is Owen Hart. This is the day. So 1999, May wow. 23rd. This was Owen's day. So, here's how it went down, and I actually pulled up that pay-per-view on WWE Network, but it has been thoroughly edited, so there is no nothing, but the third match was supposed to be Owen Hart wrestling the Godfather for the Intercontinental Championship. He had taken on a new character known as the Blue Blazer, and the character's bit was he was basically parrying parodying other like wrestling gimmicks okay so this was his first match and um after the second matches ends they cut to a pre-recorded promo of owen hart as the blue blazer so that is what the tv audience was seeing what happened in the arena was he was going to repel from the ceiling, much like Sting used to, because he is a parody of other wrestling gimmicks. The cable disengaged from the safety harness he was wearing. wearing. He fell 70 feet from the mm. rafters. Mm. His chest landed on the turnbuckle of the mm. ring. When... Now, had George the Animal Steel eaten the turnbuckle, or was it still full? I'm not going to dignify that with a response. This is a valid question. Except George the Animal Steel had not wrestled in years. Um, So they cut, when the promo ends, they cut to just a shot of Jim Ross. What did George the Animal Steel look like? You don't know what he looked like, really? No. He's the guy with the real hairy back. He had a green tongue. He was basically bald. Bald, out of shape. No, okay, go ahead. So cut I just to, wanted to see how likely he'd be to eat turnbuckles, but... That's what no, he did. he really did. He would take the turnbuckle and eat it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so it cuts to Jim Ross, who informs the viewers that Owen had fallen. There were, Basically, the way he worded it was there was an incident that was not part of entertainment. There was a real situation, and EMTs were coming to the ring, but they never showed the ring. What was the crowd's reaction during this time? If you can watch the pay-per-view, I guess, do you get any of that? You like, are they in shock? Well, here's where we're Do they think gonna... it's a bit? No, no. Is there video of it? Well, yeah, there's video of it. What of the actual fall? Have you seen the video? Yeah. Because I know what we're doing after we stop recording. I ain't watching it. Yeah. Because Um, I've never found the video. I've found the still images where probably shortly before the cord broke or whatever. Let me say this. I saw video, but it's been years, and the internet may have been cleaned up. scrubbed it by now. But... Basically, you can watch the rest of the pay-per-view, and the audience seems 
pretty somber. Let's put it that way. Um, so they stop for 15 minutes while the EMTs do their bit. Then the decision is made to 15 minutes later, let's get another match going. They go on, and then an hour after it happens, I believe it's like after the fifth or sixth match, Jim Ross goes on TV and informs the viewers that Owen Hart has died at the nearby hospital at the age of 34. Wow. 34. And that is it. So he announces that, and then they can, then the, he announces another match after he says that. Or oh, is yeah. At the no, end of the no there was that. The pay-per-view kept going after that. Inexplicable. And what was Vince thinking, man? Well, Glenn, you, uh, you probably don't remember this, but... Tommy will when Sting in WCW was doing the drop from the rafters bit. There was more than one occasion where they dropped a dummy from the rafters that went through the ring dressed as Sting as a bit. And and this was post Owen? No, this was pre Owen. Okay. After that, no, after Owen, they've ne- they never did this. That bit. would be in poor taste. Yeah, ever again. But that was speculated at some point people who didn't see the video thought it was a, a bit because it it oh, been done there, there before. been precedent for it yeah i got you i got you but yeah all right we'll stay hard owen hart well, merry christmas everybody so he didn't make it he didn't he did not make it glenn he's that's too bad he's uh he's hanging out with dale earnhardt and chris cornell Chris Cornell, Dimebag. So his fate clearly was predetermined, but it proves that wrestling was is not fake. Yeah, this is evidence. What's the what's the uh, James Bond guy doing? Roger doing? Moore. Yeah. By the way, can I say one thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. No more talking for you. There has to be an age limit where. Like, they can't be like, this is a tragedy. The guy was 89. Did somebody call it a tragedy? Oh, yeah, they're like, this is so sad. Roger Moore, unbelievable, I can't believe it. He's 89. He's 89. He That's what people at 89 do. He outlived the Mendoza line. What is he talking about? Am I imagining this, or on one of our recent episodes, did we debate whether Chris Cornell was alive or not? Uh, I don't think we We didn't talk that. about that on the lava. I feel like I looked that up in my... I need to go back through my search history, but I feel like I looked up, is Chris Cornell alive within the last month? Do you want to debate it now? Just to cover that base? I'm not debating it. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, I feel like we... we need to worry about that? Should you be on a watch list if like two days before <laughs> you're like, is he alive? Then up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and yesterday I was Googling, who is the best James Bond of all time? It's not Roger Moore. But then, did you really Google that? No, that's a joke. Yeah. Edit all this out. Go back to fish oil. <laughs> fish oil helps your mental acuity, or so they say. Hasn't done much for me. I saw Glenn almost get in a car accident a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I almost died last week. I knew he was going to take TC with him. <laughs> yeah, we almost lost TC is what happened. Really? Yeah, we were driving back from... Were you meeting with him to talk about starting a, your own podcast? All I did taking him home was just, just like, playing him. Listen clips, to this. Yeah. Just listen to this. Hey, yeah. it's a best of. Listen to this. He's like, why are you going in the opposite direction <laughs> of where I live? <laughs> no, we were driving out of Deep Ellum and essentially turning at an intersection to get on the freeway mm-hmm. and in the, not the far right lane, but the one next to it, which right. was a straight or turn right option. The, rain to my, the lane to my right. So it was versatile. Yeah, is a right only. However, when we get to the intersection to turn, the truck that was in the right-hand lane just plows through the right turn only, just straight ahead. Whoa! And like I saw, you saw it. I guess I saw the vehicle as I was turning. I realized there's a vehicle beside me going full speed, so I hit the brakes. But if the timing would have been a little off, we would have gotten T-bone. He was trying to kindred, and he would have. T-Bone, T- Thomas Charles, and his mullet. I was, and Dave saw the whole thing. Yeah, I what was, was what right was, behind the guy. What was Thomas oh. Charles' reaction to this? He did, well, 
he was kind of under the influence at the time, so he just kind of said, boy, that would have been rather unfortunate. I think it was maybe not his exact words, but something along the the same lines. Wow. That would have been... It was bad. There were... I mean... We would have definitely had a topic for the show tonight, though. Yeah, from Medical Center of Plano. Good grief. Whoa, who's the nurse? <laughs> I'm back. Would it have been a bad? Would it have been bad if it had? Oh, it would have. It would have been pretty good. I mean, like, it would have been um, a hard shot because that guy have, was going. Would quick. we have been needing the jaws of life? No, not that bad. Because I don't think the turn would have been much, uh, like a ninety degree angle, so it wouldn't have been like a direct shot. It would have been damage to the truck, pretty significant damage to humans. Maybe you know, maybe not. I might have gotten a new truck out of the whole thing. Well, hey, let's go back and just have him hit me. <laughs> I wouldn't have stopped, by the way. <laughs> it was late. Trust me, I I know. So how do you want to uh how do you want to end this? I figure we could end this with talks about controversy, but that might yeah. lead us way past an hour. It could. Yeah. It's a controversial topic to say the least. I think as much as you guys have been teasing this, we need to get to it. Man. We've been teasing it for the show. I've been teasing it to you. Yeah. 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 You, was, once you grab the steering wheel yeah, and I, head into turn I'm one with this to thing. I'm be delicate here because it was a... Uh, I don't know if we can be delicate because I don't really plan to, but... <laughs> so we had uh, Sunday morning... Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Well, yeah, I was actually going to fast forward a week. Oh, okay, okay, we're, okay. We're That's kinda good. We're going to kind of Tarantino this. All right, all right. So if you... Let's just say that... Uh, Dave, our ministry to you finally worked out, and you decided to join us at church. Actually, can I tell you what I did on Mother's Day? Because I did what is known as the anti-Glenn. I was running late getting to church, but I was serving. I was watching the children in the nursery, and I didn't want to be late, so I skipped breakfast to go serve at church. (laughs) Which is the polar opposite of any Glenn move. Interesting. So you didn't pull off and, uh, I mean, pull over and have a scrambler on your way to church. No, I did not. So if you'd have, if you'd have joined us, Glenn and I, at church this Sunday, you would have probably had a big question mark over your head when early on in the service, the pastor got up and issued a very heartfelt apology to the congregation. Uh-oh. And, uh, Scandal? It, it's not it's not the kind of apology that maybe, you know, other pastors have had to deliver over the years for perhaps different type, types of impropriety. In fact, I feel like this may have been this may have been something that never happened before. I don't know. To do some investigating. It's not anything I've ever experienced. I've never heard of this happening before, but yes, he issued an apology for using unfortunate profanity from the pulpit on Mother's Day. Okay, I, I, I need some context. So he, like, stubbed his toe, fell off the stage, no. and let one... No, no, this was more planned than that. It wasn't issued in a, a moment of yeah, that would passion have been or anger. Far more understandable. Uh, so how else could this happen? No, during the course of his sermon, he was uh, communicating an illustration... Okay. It was part of the sermon, and he referenced an article that he had he had read. Yes. And I can't even remember, because I'm so distracted by what happened, I don't remember what the article was really specifically uh, the about. The point he was trying to make, or that he was trying to make, uh, the sermon, I don't know if you were paying attention, was about what to do if you really run off the rails and mess up and screw up and coming back to God, which, by the way, if this whole thing was like a real meta attempt... Uh, at illustrating the point in real life, then my hat's off to him. Right, I don't think that was intended. But he though. was telling he was telling he was recounting the story of an article he read about a famous author, and I, I'm blanking on the name. It was a famous female author who was discussing in the article her process for writing, and she said, "Well, when I start to write, I just write everything I can think of down on the page. I don't worry about spelling. I don't worry about grammar or anything. And then that." initial thing she puts on the paper evolves into these, you know, prize-winning masterpieces. So kind of the point is, right, that with God, it's about where you end up, right? So you you make a mistake, and he renews you, and he makes you up better, right? Well, as he's telling, he's reading this quote from the article, the lady 
The author refers to <laughs> her first pass as the shitty first draft. There's a million ways you could yeah. say that from the pulpit. You could say, yeah, she refers to it as the the blank first draft or the inappropriate word for poop first draft. Or something. the crappy. The crappy first draft. Even or, that, crappy's a little iffy for the pulpit. Yeah, or the shoddy, but maybe yeah. a little different but maybe choice different of words. Vowel. Something like that. But no, he says the shitty first draft and then follows it up with, oh man, I can't believe I just said shitty in church. So was he just like... No, this anchorman reading it. No, not, because no. The, the thing that followed that was he said it a second time, and he said, "Oh man, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna get a lot of emails this week, especially because I also said it in the first service, which is the service with far older and more conservative audience. Oh. The outrage machine cranks up a lot faster in the first service. Yeah, and there's I, like kids in this service too, right? That's another. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, so, so my Dios immediate. Leo. My immediate reaction <laughs> was just, I, I had the most puzzled look on my face. I was in the same way. I was like, did that just happen? But it wasn't just that. <laughs> Glenn's trying to set his n- noon MLB lineup and just yeah. oh, actually, carry dogs up. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's that's pretty accurate. I'm sure my head was down looking at something, and I heard that, and immediately, like, what's happening? What's going on? And he says it again, and then, but I was thinking, you know, there's so many ways around it. You know, it's not like he was backed into a corner, and the only way to get the point across was to say this phrase or this word. There's so many other yeah. alternatives or ways you can dance around it that people would have gotten the message. And at that point, if anybody is like real hardcore complaining that you inferred a certain yeah. word, then you know, then what? they can get over just, it. Just yeah, but just, I mean, there's. You could say, well, I could have said the word, but nobody would ever believe that could happen in church. Right. I mean, there's so many euphemisms for that that you could roll with. It's not like he's having to dance around, find a stranger in the Alps, if anyone gets that reference. I don't. All right. If any of our listeners get that reference, please tweet me. Point break underscore Dave. Yeah. Yeah. My, My thing was, too, is I don't think... I think just for the sake of the fact that there's children there and people view that as a real safe space, I don't think that's a really good venue for that kind of a language. But if you're going to use your one time and you're going to do it, at least make it be with a good quote, right? I mean, that's such a throwaway, dumb quote anyways. Like if you're going to, it's kind of, I've made the NYPD blue analogy. You know, everybody knew they were going to do it. And when they did it, you're like, so that that was it, that that was what you that was what all this was about. That's like, a good point. It was just it was just it was just ill ill thought out entirely. So what uh what's been the the well, aftermath? I mean, after it happened, to be honest, after like that day, I pretty much didn't think about it for the entire week. But the one thing that I didn't factor in because my kids were not in the service was the whole kid thing and yes. people having to explain it to their kids or kids being the kids being in shock who have heard the word and been told, you know, don't say that. And then they're like, but the guy who tells us about God just said it. Yeah. So, to, play, and, to play devil's advocate, there ain't no way any kids were paying attention at that point. Well, that's no, true but, but also I think their ears go up when they hear a guy say, I can't believe I said this word in church. Like that's like drawing them in now. Yes. I no, I do agree. I do so, agree with that. So then we get the ne- the following Sunday, this, this past Sunday, yes. and we're in our Bible study class before that service that day. And somebody brings it up and the guy that teaches our class kind of brings up, he's been copied on a lot of the rage machine, the outrage, yeah. outrage machine emails that have been going. And he, and I was glad I just bit my tongue through this whole conversation. I was waiting but, for Glenn to get up and grab the mic and but he charge he the was cover frustrated and, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm tired of seeing these emails and you know the guy made a mistake and if he owns up to it, we just need whatever." And these people that are complaining, I'd like to see you know could we open up the book on their life and see if they've ever screwed anything up? It's a bold direction to go. All right. And he uh, was searching for a word and he was like, I'm tired of these people being, and what he was getting to was being petty about it. But he was like, it like it hung because he couldn't think of the word. And I wanted to go, 
like being real <laughs> about it. That's I would like I was about to say that, but I'm glad I didn't because it was a serious conversation, and then that would have yeah but turned for, it a little me, different direction for me. I don't I, when it happened. I was kind of I mean my initial reaction was like, ooh, I wish he hadn't done that. Could completely forgot about it the next day. Same as you didn't have kids in there. By the next week, once he apologized, I'm done with it. He was a great apology. He said everything right. He didn't make an excuse. He didn't try to justify it. He said he was bipolar. No, he just said he said that was a that was a, I I'm sorry I did that. I broke your trust. I shouldn't have done it. This is not the place for that. This is a safe place. I'm sorry. I hope you can forgive me. And I'm you know what? I'm like let's clap man we're good let's do let's move on yeah apparently that hasn't s- totally satisfied the outrage machine uh-oh i hope people have to get their bowl of blood yeah so i might have and i'm gonna tread lightly here because i don't want to say but i might have tried a few joke series out about this matter nothing too crazy just you know test the water <laughs> addison improv <laughs> Yeah. When do we wear our hashtag <laughs> t-shirts to church? Didn't say that. Because I'm in. There was there was some there was some leeway there for some joke series, but I did get a and I showed you guys the screenshot of this. Yes. So I did get a very cryptic email oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like, the pastor would like to have lunch with you, and it's actually tomorrow, so maybe we could report on this. No topic, no reason. This is not a common thing that happens. I've never had lunch with the pastor before. And to set some context, I mean, we're talking about a church of well over a thousand members. And. Yeah, but you're Tommy 2.0. Yeah. I mean, I, I not mean, just a regular I, member. I'm guessing he doesn't want to just have randomly have lunch on a Wednesday to talk about. Probably uh, wants to play golf. Well, I'd love to talk about golf with him, as a matter of fact. But I think that he is going to want to gauge Tommy 2.0's temperature on this thing because I think he's still kind of feeling the heat. So when you get there and, you know, you've been there three or four minutes and the waiter hasn't come and greeted you, you're just going to be like, so how would you describe this service here? (laughs) Just see what he goes with. I think what I'm going to try to do is let him have as many opportunities as possible to say the word again. Have you ever had in any church that you've attended or been a member of any controversies, like significant controversies with staff before? No. No. no, 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 nothing like this. What happened in Wise County? No, <laughs> uh, it wasn't Wise County, but we had like it wasn't the senior pastor; it was an associate pastor that had an affair with one of the church secretaries. Uh, indeed. Oh no! So um, indeed. And he, it was determined that uh, doing that on top of a PC load letter message was <laughs> frowned upon. Oh wow! And uh, he was, well, he resigned his position, but I mean, I'm sure he would have been asked to leave yeah, you that position. Can't. Otherwise, you can't really, you can't, you can't choke slam the staff on a Serta <laughs> and be like, ah, we're fine. Wow. Can't do that. Speaking of Emily Jones <laughs> on the TV again. Why does she always come up at the right time? Man. What? Perfect. Wow, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll give a brief update. But yeah, uh, we need an update on this. But my uh, my overall position is somebody who probably more frequently than well, I don't know, maybe not more than Glenn, definitely more. Dave Dave's got more class than both of us. But as somebody who frequently says things I regret, I'm more than willing to extend lots of leniency to the pastor and am planning to let him know tomorrow during our lunch that uh, well i mean what is he if if an apology is not enough i guess the only other thing is that he he quits yeah and and i i just think that that would be the and i and i think there are people that are feel like that that is what needs to happen and i i just i think that's extremely short-sighted yes and and i think most of the people who probably want that have the ability to be short-sighted because they've probably got single-digit <laughs> years before they Roger Moore themselves. <laughs> and that's probably what's driving this. Yeah, I think I think what he wants and to do is... And or people who don't like tacos very much. I think what he wants to do is get the opinion... I'm ignoring that. He get the opinion of the uh, the young person with kids and how we were rolled with that. And yeah. I'm just going to be like, look, I've said way worse things. <laughs> yeah. My kids weren't there. What do I care? Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, we need to update on this. He didn't call you to uh Oh boy. He's 
D's been set. Here we go. No, I you have not to pull back the curtain, okay. but you have dealt e- with handling crises. Crises. I crises. Have, I've helped from yes, I've, a corporate standpoint. Yeah, I don't think that he's looking to me for that expertise. I think he's looking for. To get the temperature of somebody that he perceives maybe has a little bit more of a level-headed worldview. I was more thinking he didn't call you before the apology to get any... No, but I uh, I do have some experience in crafting apologies. You would have told him to go with language barrier, right? Yeah. Gosh. That's the only way out. My favorite apology is one that was given to me this week when I... Or last week when I was yelling at a vendor on the phone and he said... I couldn't hear you more loudly. I couldn't hear you more clearly, and I couldn't be more sorry. <laughs> wow! I'll write that down. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably have to say it after this is sent out to the public. After the next attempt at lovemaking. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But yeah, so we'll we'll do an update on that. But but yeah, I I don't know. I I, I feel weird even talking about it on the podcast, honestly, because I I think I think he's a really good a really good guy that just made made a poor decision and not even with any malice. He just just no. just didn't think it through. And and I don't think that should be in any way a reflection on the church or anything else. And honestly, I think the the poor reflection on the church is their reaction to it than it is the what actually happened there. And that's what I like to see. Uh, like, like I said, I wouldn't want anybody opening up my ledger. Do you so. guys know behind the scenes, like between service one and two, did anyone like, hey, you sure you're gonna roll well, that again? If I'd have been in service one, I would have done that. Yeah. And the fact that the fact that that didn't happen means there's a lot of flawed guys that could have put a stop to that. Well, and reports are from sources was that it was mentioned more times in the first service than in the second, yes, right? Yes, I believe the count was five in the first wow, service. so he doubled down in the first service. Wow. So he, he basically had a case two. of the sh- in the first service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I wouldn't know anything about because I don't take creatine anymore. That could be his excuse is that he just, he, he was, it was a loading week <laughs> where you got to take it like five times a day. Which oh. doesn't work, kids. <laughs> One big spoonful a day is all right. you need. Even. That's it. And drink plenty of water. Yeah. Otherwise, you get kidney stones. <laughs> but it's worth it to get that extra 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>